and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters back this week with uh, Aaron Sorkins being the Ricardos. Why do we do this? I don't know. Um, I, you know what? I'm, I'm ready to say I have now. things to say. We're not going to fall for this again. What? We're not going to cover another Aaron Sorkin yeah. movie. This is actually a moratorium. No. And I want you guys to hold us accountable. Use your voice. Yeah. We are not going to watch another Aaron Sorkin I movie. I just know they're going to try to like make his To Kill a Mockingbird into a film because it was a big Broadway smash hit. Is that so? Well, at least according to, it was like critically loved. I can't I don't know. stand the bitch. I'm, I can't stand him. I Yeah, no more Sorkin. What a dumb dork. I can't stand him. Medium talent. <laughs> period. <laughs> period. Yeah, so oh, man, obviously we, we had thoughts and feelings yeah, about this movie. I was going to say, I have a lot to say about it, so like... I'm Buckle the hell in. happy to glissando my way through my sync up with you. Yeah, same. Yeah, we can do that quite quickly. Yes. So as is our custom, however, before we start talking about this film, bitch, let's sync up. Please. What have you been up to? Thank you for asking. I watched three movies, three this weekend. <laughs> Ooh, what were yeah. they? So Craig did his like um, nature boy stuff. So I was just mostly alone. Um, I know you hated that. I hated it. <laughs> I love having the house to myself. Oh, it's, pretty, it's pretty nice, but it, it was a good... They were both day trips, so it was like a nice amount of like, oh, I missed you today. Oh, he was home at the yeah, night. Yeah, he came okay, home at the night. Great. So Friday night, I stayed up till 3 a.m. reading, which is extremely unlike me. Yeah. I get about 10 to 11 hours of sleep. Oh, God, that's so nice. <laughs> I'm... I, I know this will not be this way always in my life. So yeah. bank I, it. Yeah, I'm banking yeah. it. Uh, reading My Best Friend's Exorcism. Yeah. Really I'm, fun book. I'm going to check it out when you're really done. Really a fun book. Yeah. Um, and then... Let's see, Friday night, Craig and I watched Eyes of Tammy Faye. Did you have fun with that? I had a great time with it. A period it. piece. I was about to say, I think we should cover it, because yeah. I ended up doing a lot of Tammy Faye research. It's, it was really good. Yeah. I would be happy to watch that again. I can't believe how... Is it streaming somewhere, or did you have to rent it? I think we watched it on Plex. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. It's on HBO. Okay, there you go. Yeah. I have a lot to say on that, too, because um, yeah. I think that they made a very odd omission in the mm. plot. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... Anyway, and then Saturday night we watched As Above, So Below, which was a very okay to bad uh, okay. horror movie. Okay. Set in the catacombs of Paris. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Spooky. So they got the good setting. Just in, in quite claustrophobic. Purely written. They just, <laughs> the purr. Uh, they tried to do it like documentary style and logistically it didn't make sense. And then like most of the actors were playing it pretty real. Yeah. Like you could think that maybe it would be yeah. that. But then there was one who was like, and I'm going to add a little Broadway to this. Oh, no. <laughs> it was just like, he was in a different movie. Oh, no. Was there anyone notable in this film? No. Probably the na- the face you'll recognize was the guy who sucked in it. A 2014 film. Wow. Yeah. I think it's got like a 30%. Ben Feldman. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was not good in that movie. Oh, what a bummer. He was He's the one from the famous bad. Mad Men scene. Yeah. I don't uh-huh. think about you at all. No, yeah. he, dude, he, he went big. And it, wow. the role called for you to play small. Oh, and Perdita Weeks, who I've never seen her act in anything, but she did the audiobook of Circe. I thought I'd heard the name Perdita Weeks from you. You'd never forget it. You couldn't. Imogen Poots <laughs> Yeah, type exactly. Name. But she's very good at reading that book. Oh, great. Yeah. You know what? Actually, including this movie, it was four movies that I watched this weekend. Third okay. one was I saw Back to the Future for the first time oh, last hey, night. Oh, hey, did you have fun with it? I had a great time with yeah. it. I get why people really like it. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, you would really I have would fun. Enjoy. It's a period piece. It is a period piece. So we could do that. I'm down. Like Dumb Girl Summer type beat. 
Yeah, I it, actually it Dumb Girl twenty twenty two. I was gonna say there's not been one season where we haven't been yeah. Dumb Girls. <laughs> we're just always doing it. That's uh, what we're going for. It's what it's about. Uh, but that's my weekend. How yeah. are you? Um, I'm doing pretty great. Uh, I went and watched the second episode of Drag Race with the boys the other mm-hmm. night, and it was just me and the boys. And hey, Felicia, special time for all of you. Very sweet. I got to catch up with Tio about his, you know, job stuff and mm-hmm. always looking for new houses and what have you. But also, um, Adam is so sweet and like made a little cheese plate and Aww. like got some, um, what are those ginger orange Marcona almonds? Oh, that sounds good. Bitch. Okay. It was very good. It was just really nice to, like, catch up and just, like, snack and watch some drag queens and mm-hmm. then be home at 9.30. It was very nice, you I know? I really, like, think it's a very sweet thing that it was just the three of you. I know. It was really sweet. I was like, man, I love these boys. Yeah. They're such little... They're so sweet. Characters, truly. They're characters. Sweet is a funny word to use to describe right. them. But they are. Is that in their way. the word we're going to use? In their way. Um... Anyways, and then we can, I kept after I got home from that, Parker and I watched a little bit of Dairy Girls because I just started Say Nothing, the audiobook. Oh, dude. That's why we said The Poor. Because the I can't remember who the reader is of this book, but he's got this beautiful Irish accent, and he says, like, because they cared for the poor. <laughs> the way he says Protestant, Protestant. too. <laughs> really fun. It's a, this book is compelling it is i listened to that on the way back from marfa with yeah. craig actually to and from yeah and you know fascinating just to have a protestant and a catholic sitting in the car hey there you go <laughs> we're like hey right there. progress babe yeah look at us god that's a good point i didn't even <clears throat> think about that i am shocked at how little i knew about the troubles and like i watched i watched dairy girls like probably four or five times all mm-hmm. the way through and like it's the background of what's going on, but it's just like because they treat it with such a light hand. I'm like, and because they I call no it the troubles. Yeah, like it's so goofy. It was, a, it was a civil war. It was yeah, yeah. It was very nuts. But um, Parker and I were laughing about the part where Granddad Joe is like talking about why Jerry Adams's voice can't be heard on the TV, and he's like. It's because he's too sexy, sexy, and the women will be like brainwashed into following him or whatever. <laughs> it's like, God, I, you Very learned funny. in that book why? Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah, Margaret Thatcher. What? What a weird, but a funny workaround. It's just so goofy to me. Like her weird obsession with being like the hardlinest bitch in the room is just like, why are you like this? Like every yeah. time she comes up, I'm like. I wouldn't have done that. Would she be, like, our first big neocon? Because it seems that... Oh, I feel that she sort of invented it. I'm not even sure. Do you think so? I I think it was obviously, like, just a a confluence of factors in the 80s. Like, Mm -hmm. Republicans in the U.S. and her party in the U.K. You know, my definition might be squishy, but I just loosely use it for, uh, like, warmongering conservative. Yes. And very, like... uh, hardline anti-public programs you know well yeah i mean the conservative part of that but right right yeah but i think like there had been some time obviously in like 40s and 50s in both the u.s and the uk mm-hmm. after the war where like even conservative people would have been like but sure we should like have you know job oh, programs right. and and then they you all know, read atlas shrugged right yeah and then they decided bootstraps girls yeah so, interesting anyways but um yeah, I am loving that book. I finished, um, what's the book? Shelter in Place, which you recommended to me. David, leave it or love it? Love it, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Did um, you get an Edith Wharton hint of that oh, a little yes. bit? Of just oh sort of gosh. like needling society people? Oh, absolutely. And like, 
It was very funny. He he was like, they were very like incisive character types that he kind of developed where it's mm-hmm. like the Aaron character just says the most like detestable things and everything that comes out of his mouth, you're like, geez, Louise, this guy, this <laughs> yeah. effing guy. But it was like, like I was picturing um, Fleabag's brother-in-law. What's his name? Oh, Brett. Uh, Brett Gelman. God. Type beat for that character. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I went straight to Joel Stein. Like, just the image to me of like a yuppie. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. But uh, anyways, yeah, I really liked that. So Saturday, or maybe I think it was either Saturday or Sunday, when Marigold was taking a nap, Tig and I just like snuggled in my bed, and she played on her iPad this like math game she loves from school. And then I read that book. And oh, it was like a great. nice like hour and a half. Little parallel just, play. Yeah, just snuggling. And then every couple minutes she'd go, I love you, mommy. And I was oh. like, I love you too, baby. She's so sweet. And then, but yeah, we rewatched some Dairy Girls this weekend, which was very nice because that show rips. Yeah, that's a good Absolutely show. cackling at the wedding part where they're like, um, what was the song? Rock the Boat. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle goes, effing happy days. <laughs> God, I love that show. Anyways, but yeah, just mostly a lot of laying around this weekend for us. Uh, Sometimes it's going to be like that. It's just like that. I've been watching Search Party season five. Okay, I need to catch up on that. Very good. I'm I'm in the middle of a pen 15 catch up right now. Okay, I need to get to that next. Oh my God, you're going to lose your mind. Oh, I know. It's just like the tone is different. It's a little bit more serious, but it was like, it just feels... Like, I'm in this photo and I don't like it. Yes. Yep. Yep. The way that they got <clears throat> middle school down. It's. It, it, like, that how do you remember that? The rest of us chose to forget. I feel that that shows that they're, like, more evolved people than I. Because they can look at that and laugh. That. And I'm like, I don't want to look at it at all. I choose not to examine this entire swath of my life. Yep. yep. I think it's mentally healthy for me mm-hmm. just not to look at photos of myself from 12 yep. to 14. And sort of not think about what was going on Nothing there. happened then. Yeah. Nothing happened. Can you believe it? Wow. <laughs> Incredible. But anyways, you were going to talk about this film? Yes. Okay. Let's okay. get into it. So You have notes. I have a lot of notes, and I want to start maybe with giving a bit of background so you can understand why Lindsay and I are going to be less than charitable about this. <laughs> so the first being that this was um, announced in 2018, Aaron Sorkin, Lucille Ball biopic starring Kate Blanchett. She was attached to it mm-hmm. in 2018. Mm-hmm. And then, I think I've started to say this before we caught yeah, up. Yeah, before we, yeah. Yeah. In 2021, early, she drops. Whoops. Mm-hmm. And then Mm-mm. Nicole Kidman takes over. So my theory is she finally got to read the script. And she was mm. like, mm, no. She said, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> it was, TikTok audio I love. Oh, I know it. <laughs> um, so... This was never going to be my favorite. Now, I have something else to say to you girls that think that Deborah Messing should have played this character. Girl. Check in with yourself. What other lies are you believing? Because the thing is, beyond the red hair... Where is where, it? What's... No, you know what? I'm never, like, comedic geniuses. Like, Deborah Messing. Like... Will and Grace was a very fun and cute show or whatever, mm-hmm. but like... Owing to Megan Mullally, primarily. Yes. Actually, I would say her and Jack, like their yes. dynamic was yes. very fun to watch. It wasn't... The dolls weren't tuning in what because of No, actually Deborah people Messing. cared about Will and Grace the least. Yes. Famously. Yeah. So, anyways, I... 
Yeah, that was a, that was, people were loud about it, though. Loud and wrong. Oh, my God. wanting Deborah Messing I to had play no this. idea she had that many shooters in these streets. <laughs> Deborah <laughs> Messing? <laughs> Are you sure? She's no <laughs> D- Nestor Carbonell. <laughs> No, so many. She's no. <laughs> what is it, Jamie Gershon? <laughs> <laughs> she does have a lot of fans. Yeah, I, Gina Gershon. No, 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 no. I'm thinking <laughs> oh, of the one that was Jamie, on Jamie. Yes, still standing, and also on that movie we talked about last yes. week. Yes, boyfriend. Yes, school. school. Gertz, um, Jamie Gertz. Jamie Gertz. Which, by the way, I texted Nicole and I was like, "Do you want to pick just like a completely like middling?" sitcom yeah. from the early 2000s and watch it like yeah. yes dear oh yeah <laughs> rounded for life the kind of stuff they play on sony and when you're in mexico i want tbs core back in my life <laughs> period characters welcome goldberg's is a good one for that okay i could be into that it's pretty cute i watched a little bit of it when i was on maternity leave with matilda so a long time ago but it's got wendy mcclendon covey who, who doesn't love her you know the thing is they still make shows like this on network tv this all show the is time. still on we I just, can't believe we don't watch who's them. watching it i have no idea modern family another one very turn your that brain lasted off girl forever didn't it it's still on i think no way yeah but i mean if you want to talk about middling sitcom yeah there's your girl yeah. When that hit the scene, God, everybody watched it. Well, I mean, you and I was, watched the first season or two. It was pretty funny. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I always think about that little boy and his turtles, and or his his pet names, Flies and Manelli. Is this, um, the, was it Manny? Manny. Boy? Yeah. yeah. He, was he the one from College Station? I think he, so. Okay. Yeah, I think that's right. But uh, I can't remember the other name. And that's why we hated being the Ricardos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yes, a um, middling sitcom. Yes. Get into it. So... Anyway, the framing of this movie Mm -hmm. makes not a lick of damn sense. So, one thing that I heard on, I think it was on Pop Culture Happy Hour, was they were talking about the, the, like, people in the present day talking about this time. Uh Uh-huh. That added absolutely effing nothing. No value. To me. And also, it it played timeline like an accordion here. Right. Because, like, those people are dead. Yes. That... You're yes. not. No. You can't tell me with a straight face because they're they're fictional characters. They well, made up and then anyway. they they're did like this amalgamations. Aaron Sorkin nonsense where they they had um, what's his face playing. Um, was it? Maybe not. Okay, so Tony. Oh yeah. So they had this old man playing young, like old Tony Hale, and the way that they connected mm-hmm. the characters was what you got to understand is, and they yeah. have both characters say it, and I'm like. Oh my god. That was so Aaron. So yeah, they We got it. The guy that's bald with a beard is the same as the other guy that's bald with a beard. Which is funny because this bitch truly has a line where he has Lucille Ball talking about how the audience won't forgive him for thinking they're stupid. And it's like every Aaron Sorkin piece of media I've ever consumed has operated on the, the assumption bitch. that I am stupid. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. He just midwit. Yes, I can't. Nigwit is I want to exactly. get your ass, Aaron Sorkin. I, I just really don't understand watching this. I'm like, where's the meat? <laughs> Where know? was the damn meat? Like, anyways. okay. And also, you should know that I, I am a shooter for Lucille Ball. I was gonna say, I, let me tell you who I'll go up for. Up, 
Lucille Ball. Stuck. Yeah. 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 No, dude, I love her, and I feel protective of her as if she were family. Yeah. Um, I think that she and Desi had the most, like, glamorous life one could imagine. Oh, my gosh. Like, have you seen photos of their homes? They had this, like, sick home in Palm Springs. See, where was the glamour in this, too? Yeah. So, anyways, basically, they're trying to tell the story of what allegedly was all one week in Lucy's life. Okay, but then he couldn't even honor that constraint. No. Because they would do flashbacks. Right. To, like, other times in her career or their right. life together that Val added no value. No value. The only one that I felt was any kind of value to me was when you see how Lucy and Ricky met. Yes. In the studio. And they have Tony Hale's character as an old man, whatever his name, Jess is the character's name, saying, like, basically what you have to understand is you that, recognize her. that Ricky, or that Desi is, like, one of the most compelling people. And I was like, yeah, bitch, I'd believe it. First of all, no question. you do not need to tell me that. I have I eyes. watched I Love Lucy. God, what a charming man. He was, like, wasn't he all of our first husband, basically? Right, right. Yeah. That man could have told me Every kind of lie to my face. And I, would I would make said, myself such a fool. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm putting on the clown nose. I'm putting on the big shoes. No question. When you see the pictures flower of young him, will squirt you. Like very, very handsome. They were so hot together. What a beautiful couple. I beautiful. I think and they honestly, were great. Honestly, I also feel that Javier Bardem. And Nicole Kidman. They look good, good together too. So that's two beautiful people. Two very beautiful people. We Javier Bardem could have chemistry with That's a hot dude. A dude. yoga mat. But here's the thing that's a little weird is that what is so jarring about him playing Desi Arnaz, because they don't look alike and people keep calling that out, is yeah. that Desi was boy pretty. Right. Javier is man handsome. That's exactly right. That is a I man. Was actually <laughs> struck by that looking at pictures of Ricky. I was like, he's very pretty. Very pretty. Very pretty. Javier Bardem is a man. That's, That's a man. A man. <laughs> yeah, and he he has all these quotes uh, like credited to him about like I didn't realize people thought I was handsome. Are you sure? That's not like really how things go in my country or like some weird thing. And it was Have like, you, seen you? you liar! <laughs> you don't play this game with me. I'm uh, not a fool. One thing. Okay, so this is supposed to take place over the course of one week, during which. Everything happens. Everything happens. They have to record an episode, so that would be that would be the standard backdrop mm-hmm. as a recording week. Mm-hmm. But, He's trying to do some Studio sixty type behind the scenes type beat. Well, and there, God, could anything be more onanistic than right? The like look that a word movie, up, girls. A movie about <laughs> making a movie. Yes, um, they are. The word the word means masturbatory. I wonder if this will get awards buzz even though it is so middling it will it will because it's about and it'll be the same people that liked um rock of ages not rock of ages <laughs> i was like the tom cruise yeah movie? the tom, <laughs> tom cruise vehicle <laughs> um, bohemian rhapsody yeah it'll be the same yeah crew. so yeah it's the movie your parents went to see yes yeah. absolutely God. um so okay nicole kidman mm-hmm I would say a good performance. Yeah. She definitely got the raspiness of the voice, right? Yes. I'm being nitpicky. She's overly sibilant. Yeah. Well, she's Lucy Australian. Wasn't. You know. Yeah. They they have a hard time with American accents, I feel. I, they really struggle with it, don't and they? She, she and we're seem... all so good at doing theirs. 
It's very no. They teach you it in school. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I didn't I wouldn't have noticed the sibilistic thing, but the vocal quality I felt was very mm-hmm. Lucy. But what I was texting you about was, and let you know, let me never be said to disparage Botox or any woman's decision to get it. But like Nicole has so much of it in her forehead that she's got that straight across eyebrow. Yeah. Which I know is not native to her because she had a very dramatically have, arched eyebrow in Moulin Rouge. Well, we also have like, what, like 30, 40 years on screen with this woman right, at this exactly. point? Like, like, we know what a, she looks like. It's okay for you to look older than 28, Nicole. Like, I promise. She really has overdone it. She's gone too far. Yeah. It's the, the top third mm-hmm. of, of her mm-hmm. vehicle for her craft. Right. Is not working. And, and like... She, yeah, I mean, like, it, again, it's a tricky thing with, like, women in that age in the the industry, but, like, the amount of work she's had done, I think, is actually aging her. Yeah. And it's, at this it's point in the story. Yeah, it is. At this point in the story of the mo- of the of Lucy and Ricky, I think they're supposed to be early 40s, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, Nicole, early 40s who? You know? Like, she's, isn't she, like, 53? Yeah, which, to be fair, I think Kate is also, like... 50, 51. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Can't take my eyes off of you, baby girl. <laughs> Kate, I think, would have brought um, maybe a little more physicality to it. I, I kind of felt like Nicole Kidman is such a ballerina. Yes. Her, her, she's so stately. Those long Grinch hands, too. Yeah, those long Grinch hands. That it's she's like, a long person. Yeah, she is. She's just stretched. She just is sort of a bendy straw of a yeah, woman. Yeah. Yeah, I... It's just like, it was a weird, tricky thing. It, anyways, we, we keep going, circling around the, the things that were supposed to happen during this week. She f- sees a newspaper article about Desi cheating. Mm-hmm. The following day is accused of being a member of the Communist Party. And then she's also got to tell the producers that she's pregnant and that their plan is to use the word pregnant and depict her pregnant on TV, which at that time... I forgot what weirdo freaks they, they were, were so weird standards about pregnancy at the time. Well, and like, Ma, I remember mom telling us that when she was in elementary school, if a teacher got pregnant, she was fired. She wasn't allowed to come back to school because they were like, we can't have children seeing women pregnant. And I'm like, they'll probably see their own mother pregnant. That is a crazy thought. Isn't that so weird? Like, yeah. We don't have to af- answer questions about where babies come from. And it's like, aren't they just as likely to ask those questions when they see their mom, their aunt, their, the lady across the street? Like, they, it's a part of life. They I they're going to see a pregnant person. Yeah. So they depict Ricky being like, no, like, I am insisting that we show her pregnant and make the baby a part of the plot line. And but I don't you know. you would think that, like, with the, the post-war... I don't know. Baby boom. Babies right. were literally everywhere. I was going to say, like, people were pretty encouraged to have kids at the time. Right. Like, it seems like it was the most normal thing in the world yeah. to show that. I don't know. Anyways. Um, it's weird to think, too, that that was, like, in, what, 1950 yeah. that that happened? And, like, 20 years later, PBS was like, we're going to show a woman breastfeeding and let a kid ask about it and i was, was like that on, on on big bird or on uh sesame street oh i don't know Isn't about that, that cool that's cool yeah very sweet uh, the 70s had a brief moment where they were like hey pregnancy and breastfeeding are beautiful oh yeah and then it became 
Mm, I don't really want to see that. It was well, <laughs> we, there was like a brief yawn of like, I don't really know what to do with you guys. <laughs> and then the 80s was like, business bitch, <laughs> bitch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Go make a real estate deal by gunpoint. And then the second you get pregnant, it's full, like, country dresses. Yeah. Like a Princess Diana. Yeah. Sloan Ranger type fantasy. Cornbread. Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) Cornbread skillet. Blue bonnet wallpaper. Yep. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Decorative chalkboards. Moose. (laughs) (laughs) And lots of it. (laughs) Mini quiches. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. They loved a frozen mini Pasta quiche salad. <laughs> <laughs> Lemonade and a spigot. Yep. <laughs> you That's got the what, perfect brunch, girl. And that was an oral history of the girls. <laughs> it was baby showers between circa 1986 and 1994. Yeah, yeah. Oh, That's wow. what the girls were doing. God, remember mm-hmm. that like one punch they all made with the marshmallows and it was three shards of juice it was like (laughs) sherbet no green sherbet with juice on top yeah that's not what i encountered um (laughs) you had a different experience it happened well maybe (laughs) oh and they use sprite i'm gonna look this up that's the thing i'm thinking of it was like it was like lean (laughs) but instead of sprite and sherbet punch (laughs) rainbow sherbet punch oh my god (laughs) call call that that was lean What were the girls doing? I don't know. I loved that. I was like, this is a cocktail for me. <laughs> I bet it tastes good. I, I bet it still have a tastes photo good. photo of me drinking it. Yeah. Um, that plastic cup looking like just a tiny bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Surveying the room. <laughs> you, were, you were giving face in that photo. Looking would, directly at the camera and not be smiling, there, And I was not going <laughs> to let you forget it. So this baby shower sucks. <laughs> These people need to get out of my house. Truly. Because I want to go put my bike shorts on <laughs> and ride on my skateboard. Bye. That was the vibe. That was the vibe. Um, okay. Wow. So, anyways, basically, Lucy is, like, tricky sort of situation with the communist deal. I, yeah, I, like, registered to be part of the communist party in honor of my grandfather who raised me. And Ricky's like, cool, so we'll tell him you checked the wrong box by accident. And she was like, no, that no. makes me sound stupid. <laughs> so, Background behind all of this is that they're filming an episode where Fred and Ethel are coming to dinner at Lucy and Ricky's apartment. And Lucy is just obsessed. Like, full math in the sky meme. Oh my god, yes. Trying to figure out the physical comedy. Oh, this is the thing I told Parker about. This Aaron Sorkin. cheesy as hell. <laughs> I feel that Aaron Sorkin had one conversation with, like, a beginner's comedy coach who was, like, just a couple of terms to help you guys get familiar. Comic timing refers to this. And physical comedy refers to this. Oh, yeah. And blocking. And blocking, you know, whatever. And then, like, he was like, got it. I've done my research. And so he, like, clunkily has Lucy, like, talking about, oh, like, that champagne bottle had comic timing. Or... Like, she wouldn't just, like, laugh, you know? It's Right. They don't actually show her laughing very much or at they all in really this movie. They really don't, which I always got the impression that Lucille Ball was Let me tell you one thing she was going to do is she was going to have fun. Right. Like, and apparently she and Ethel, Vivian Vance, yeah. became really good friends on the show. She wanted somebody else to play that role initially, mm-hmm. um, but 
there, the studio shot someone down. I think she had a bad reputation for being a party girl or something. So early friend of the gays, Lucille Ball. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I love her. Dude, she's incredible. She's, I have, the, the show actually doesn't even touch on some of the, like, nuts shit about her. Uh, the movie? Yeah, the show. Okay, so let's, we'll go ahead and finish talking about that. Yeah. Rip it to shreds, and then you can talk about Lucy. So, they go throughout the week, and then, weirdly, people will have these conversations with or about Lucy, and then they'll do these flashbacks, like, so how Lucy and Desi Ricky, met. Yeah, oh yeah. Ricky met, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, Desi. Lucy and Desi, you're right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the time she tried to be a dramatic actress, like, yes. then going like to radio. It seemed like she was not yet a, a household name when the show started. No, not, like, not at all. Yeah. Um, and so I guess they felt that they needed to also include her Wikipedia page in the movie rather than just focusing on the timeline. <sighs> like, show, don't tell. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and then... There's also this side, there's so many side plots. So many side plots, side quests that have, I just don't like, care. Like I don't they want to keep Vivian Lee, like, gaining or weight. Vivian or Vance. Vivian Vance. They want, her, they want her to stay a little bit pudgier than Lucy. Fred and, then, and Vivian Vance is, like, frustrated because she's like, I feel like we make a lot of jokes that are meant to imply that, like, I'm not attractive. Right. Which, Vivian Vance was actually so pretty. Yeah, she was super cute. But they did make a lot of weird little jokes. And, like, the, I mean, just the mere fact of her and Fred being married. As a kid, it, like, I I guess I couldn't tell. Right. It seemed normal. But apparently he was, like, 25 years older yeah. than her. And, and so he, she and was, like... looked it. He and looked, looked like an it. old man. He did. And she thought he was a cranky old codger, which I 100% believe. J.K. Simmons did do a really good job at <laughs> this Did a movie. really good job at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he... Oh, one thing J.K. Simmons is going to do is he's going to show up and give you a good performance. Period. I love a ripped old man. Yeah, hey. Hey. There is that, too. There is that. He's I, in crazy I like shape. that man. Yeah. I like that man. I do, too. Um, Tony Hale plays, like, the producer of the show. Yeah. Um, Alia Shawkat, Search yep. Party Girl. Mm-hmm. They were also co-stars in Arrested Development. Yes. Um, they. She's one of the writers, as is Jake Lacey. Yeah. Who, that guy is always going to... A square. He's always got to play a square, sort of a douchebag. Yeah, it's his face. Yeah, it's. Uh, he I might be a very nice person, but I'm like, was, we gave him obvious based on child, your roles, and f- everything else had to suck. Yeah, after that, truly, based yeah. on your roles, I'm like, I just don't feel that you're the kind of person I have room for in my circle. <laughs> Not in my circle. So sorry, I don't think so. Um, uh, gosh, what were the other weird, stupid side things? Um. <sighs> oh, well. So Lucy, the the whole thing with the show is she's like obsessed with this blocking she keeps bringing it up and going back to the same scene over and over again she's obsessed with like like lucy or ricky like covers her eyes when she he walks in and he's like guess who and she like names a couple of names and she's like i just don't understand this joke like is it meant to imply that lucy really thinks that ricky would think that she had four men that were him, other than him, that would come to the house? Or, like, does Ricky really think that? And I'm like, what does this have to do with shit? I mean, I get I get why she would be mean about it. Right, but, like, it goes beyond her trying to punch up a joke mm-hmm. and just, like, they make her seem, like, a difficult genius type. Oh, I know, which is, like, again, is that projection? Right, this is, because like, women very what he rarely wants to act be. this way. Right. Yeah, no, it's one of those classic things where it's like, I'm not difficult, I'm the hero. Right, right. And I'm like, I just have a hard time believing, like, because one thing about Lucy was she got the checks. And 
sad to say it, in the 50s, for you to be that successful, you had to be, it was such a fine line to walk of being talented, mm-hmm. self-possessed, um, speaking up for yourself, but also being f- approachably feminine. Yeah. I would imagine she probably gave, t- like, tougher orders through Desi. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Which I, I think that's what I would do. A, I mean, a great, that's, like, a great dynamic to have if that's, yeah. you know, if yeah. you're on the same I mean, page. And those two, like... They remained friends until they died. I love to died. hear that. Yeah. It was like, it just basically ended because he was chasing tons of tail. God. And she was like, yeah, I can't, no. I can't do that, right. actually. Um, what was the thing that I was going to say? Oh, the I thought for the most part he did a good job of not sorkening the script up too much until it was the, <laughs> the final dress rehearsal where she, like, wouldn't leave it alone. Yes. Yes. Um, because they had the swelling strings. Yes, you know. she has. And then she calls Vivian Vance and the guy that plays Fred in the middle, like at three o'clock in the morning and has them come to the set because she's like, we're going to change the blocking. And I'm like, she didn't do this. No, there's no way. Because if she did, all anyone would ever talk about was what a bitch Lucille Ball was. Yeah. This is not behavior that a normal, healthy person, like that Carl um, Reiner obituary that Steve Martin wrote mm-hmm. when he died like two or three years ago, I think about it all the time. But he said when they were first starting to do the jerk together, um, Carl Reiner went in and changed every nighttime scene to a daytime scene. Mm-hmm. And he was like, wait, is, is daytime funnier? And he was like, no, I don't want to have the cast and crew all have to be here at night. They should be at home with their families. Hey, you that's know? great. And I was like, that is... That's nice. Yeah. That's really nice. I don't think that Lucy, who was a mother, was like, you know what I've got? Right. 3 a.m. kind of time. No. I love to not sleep. No, because it sounds like she wanted to be at home a lot. Right. And like, so and I same. just don't believe that. Like, and they were like, and Lucy innovated playing to the camera. I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, bitch, I mean, somebody had to. This is new. This is a new medium. You it know? It was pretty brand spanking new. Yeah. Um, I will say it sounds like Desi did innovate a lot as like, yeah. a production artist. Or not production. You know what I'm saying. Um, totally. I producer. mean, the, the way that you know that these two are innovative is that you watch this show now and it still is funny. It's right. still fresh. Right. And like the thought that like one of the first TV shows ever nailed it like that is very, it's like, okay, girls. The physical comedy ante has been upped. So yep. if you want to be funnier than Lucille Ball... Try it. Be my guest. God, and I really, I, I wish that Amy Poehler played yeah, this. Yeah, Amy Poehler she is, has that same physicality. And she's got the exact verve, and she, yeah, this is kind of a short, pugnacious also has a, type has of a, a person. Also pretty arched brow. Eyebrow, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, the most ridiculous line to me, and this is where I feel that Kate probably threw the script across the yeah, room. Yeah, she said, I'm actually not going to do I'm this. I'm out. Yeah. It was when Lucy said to Ricky, don't gaslight me. Oh my God. Also... When Lucy is talking to, I think it was a Jess, the Tony Hale character, mm-hmm. and she's all concerned because the studio heads are going to get this news story. I guess this Walter Winchell guy was supposed to be kind of like a right-wing yeah. nut job. He had said on his nighttime broadcast that she was a communist, and she was like, shit, shit, shit. Well, she's like, oh, they're here to talk to me. And Tony Hale goes, hey, hear this. Remember this. It's none of your effing business. Let that be the best um, thing I ever write or whatever. And I was like, that's so, oh, you wrote that line for her. Right. And also, that's that's that's, not. That's a screenwriter being like, I love. The screenwriters are so important because they tell people how to say, it's none of your effing business. 
Yeah, like, dude. she couldn't have thought of that herself. And then she goes, I don't know. I think vitamin and vegemin was better. And I was like, period. But also, this is supposed to be the second season of the show. Yeah, I don't think vitamin and vegemin was totally And there. I'm like, are we to believe that all of the legendary episodes happened in the first season? I just, I don't think, you know? I don't think either. I don't think. Yeah, the, a lot of it was just, like, real... They Do just, y'all know what timeline you're working with? Yeah, and I just feel like for it to be a movie that ostensibly centers a woman character, it's very clear she was written by a man. Oh like, my god. This is all about Yeah, like how she about, absolutely never talks about her kids. Right. <laughs> and like they talk about they have other people talk about her personality traits. But they barely ever show them. They just sort of show her doing things like m- Almost like she's just, like, been wound up and she's just, like, I'm just following my orders. Or, like, yeah. I'm doing the things I had already laid out I was going to do. And I'm, like, I just sort of feel that, like, the actual Lucille Ball had a lot more joie de vivre. Yes. Verve. Just fun about her. Or you wouldn't, nobody would have ever given her this opportunity. Yeah. If she wasn't just funny. Yeah. You know? Yeah, um, and they didn't really, like... Yeah, they didn't get they to just show, show her, her being like, like fun and out in the world. No, they just show her being like a hard nosed practitioner of comedy. Yeah, and I'm like, I just don't feel like I don't buy it. I think she took joy in her work. Yeah. So, and it showed. So, what is this? This makes it just seem like she was just like grinding on yeah. the show, and I'm like, I just don't. Anyways, at the res- the resolution is that they're allowed to show her pregnant. Ricky in his warm up to the audience is like my wife was called before the house on American activities committee in a closed session and she was completely cleared and then they have supposedly J Edgar Hoover on the phone that there is no way in hell that happened There's no I know way that, that he said some did they even include his little joke Mm-mm. in it that he was like the only thing read about my wife is her hair and even that is not Ugh. accurate come yeah. on which is that that's he actually said that but yeah it was surprising to me that Sorkin would be like, no, I didn't write that zippy little line, so it won't be. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, and it wasn't clear to me, because I kind of was like, oh, that's funny. Did they just get someone to call in and pretend to be J. Edgar Hoover? That would have been a funnier bit. Yeah. But they treated it very like, wow, can you believe it? J. Edgar Hoover called, and he cleared Lucy's name. We're all happy. We're free. That's yeah. all we have to worry about. That Aaron was the Sorkin only obstacle just, to clear. Like, he just had to have a tie, neat little bow on everything. Do you, how do you, do you think his nose bled when he saw Hamilton? Pro- oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no question. Do you think that he... No question. Yeah. Just short-circuited. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No question. And then probably was like, I can't decide if I hate or love Lin-Manuel Miranda, probably, but he's everything I wanted to be. They have a mozart Salieri relationship. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. God. Yeah. The age is about line up in that fashion as well. I think that a fanfic is waiting to be written. <laughs> Here we go. Um, uh, Tumblr.com. Here we go. But, um, yeah, it was, I was just Garbage very... Garbage Like, and and it didn't show them living a particularly glamorous lifestyle, and I know no, that and they, they did. did. Like it just seemed to be very like there's a scrappy up sort of a show, and it's like that's a. But you also just told me at the beginning of the movie 
that 60 million people watch this every day, which is like an un or every week. Yeah. An unheard of amount of people to watch the same show at a time. Like, I know. That's crazy. I kind of, I think maybe it was healthier when we only had four channels. <laughs> right. Because people had something to talk about. Yeah. Hey, we all watch Lucy. We all watch Everyone it, right? loves her. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, he, what was I going to say? Oh, okay. So interesting things that they kind of left out of it is that like, she was kind of a business genius. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, Desilu Productions. Yeah. Uh, she walked so that Fran Drescher could run. Paramount. Yeah. Is Desilu. Wait, what? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. So they started Desilu and then I think Desi was maybe not so great at business. He sold his shares to Lucy who mm. in like three years made it profitable and then sold it for 20 or I think it was $20 million to Gulf and Western. And then they rebranded it as Paramount. Damn. Isn't that nuts? Wow. I wonder what her net worth was. Uh, 40 million at death. Okay. Which is equal to about 80 million today. Yeah, dude. She was like friggin' Good smart for as her. shit. Good for her. Um, and then Do you know they- that she went to high school at the same building that Fiona went to elementary school? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where was that terrifying statue of her? Was that in her hometown? Yeah. Okay. That was a terrible statue. What a nightmare. Well, they also, as you said, uh, Will and Jada with their kids' names. Yes. Named <laughs> so them Lucy and Desi. Lucy and Desi. Which I think Desi is like the fourth. Their son is like the fourth or fifth. It says junior, but then maybe that's just publicly. Oh, yeah. He is the fourth. Desiderio Alberto Arnaz. Or Arnaz. Yeah. I don't know how you say it. The fourth. Yeah. Man. Oh, by the way, the thing about him, uh, his family fleeing communist uh, Cuba, is that it, that's not what happened. <laughs> oh, is that not true? <laughs> yeah, no, they left, like, uh, uh, long before. Well before all of that. Yeah. Um, he was involved with Liza Minnelli mm-hmm. at one point. The son. The son. Yeah. And so on Lucy's, I think it was on Lucy's Wikipedia page, it was talking about, um, it's, there was, like, a quote that said something like, oh, I loved Liza, I miss her. <laughs> But you can't tame a cat like Liza or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, amen. So here's but that's funny because of the arrested development of it all. Oh, to yeah. Because Tony <laughs> Hale played Liza's partner in the show. Whoa. And then he was in a movie about Lucille Ball. Where is, okay, what was the other thing I was going to look up to tell you? Um, Desi Arnaz Jr. So he was with, when he was 17, he was with um, gosh, Patty Duke. Patty Duke, who was 23. And Lucy Ooh. was like, ew, I don't like this. Um, Wasn't and, she Lolita? Was she in the first Lolita? I don't know. But she, here's, here's where it's interesting. Um, she was with Desi for a while and then married this other dude and it lasted like super short. And then got pregnant during that marriage to, uh, to the child Sean Aston. Uh, <laughs> what? Yes. And then, but she told Sean Aston for much of his childhood that Desi Arnaz was her, was his biological dad. What? And then they, Rudy? They, yeah. And then they did a DNA test and no, he's not. Wow. Isn't that nuts? Damn, Patty. That's not cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So Sean Astin was like partly raised by Desi Arnaz Jr. Oh, wait. So Desi stuck around? Yeah. No, they like remained close. Oh, man. That's that, sweet, but yikes. Patty. Patty's, Patty's kooky. <laughs> Girl. Wow. I don't know where I got the thing about her and Lolita, but she was in Valley of the Dolls, which I've never seen. I but need I, to see that. I know that I would enjoy it based on the cover of the book. Yep. I agree. 
Yeah. Maybe this is the year I finally read Valley of the Dolls. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah. All right. It's going down. Um, would you like to do The Eyes of Tammy Faye next week? Absolutely, I would. I, yes, I would. It's fresh on the mind. I would love to I watch I want to continue that. to watch old interviews of them together. Man. So, we'll talk about her biography next week, but did you want to say anything about Lucille Ball's biography that we have not touched upon? Since uh, you, again, famously played her. I did play ways. her. <laughs> The, in a school project. The wig was $50, and it was from Danny's Kicks and Tricks. <laughs> a famous longtime sponsor of this mm-hmm. podcast, Danny's <laughs> Kicks and Tricks. I would love that sponsorship. On 1960 in Houston, wow. Texas. Is that place even still in business? I really hope so. Danny's Tricks. Get that PPP kicks. loan. Costume store in Spring, Texas. Yep. Wow. That makes me happy, actually. It's on 2920. My bad. Oh, okay. Not 1960. Dicier, perhaps, even. Yes. <laughs> um, Gritty. <laughs> no, that's really all I have to say about Lucille Ball. I just think she's uh, great. Yeah, I think she's great, too. Um, and I love Nicole Kidman. I just don't think... It just didn't work. The math wasn't mathing. Yeah. I just don't know that she was the right person to play it. She, she just did, wasn't. She did a... And maybe, actually, I think maybe it was more the writing than it was her. I think she played it as it was written on the page. I it's think Aaron this Sorkin's whole fault. thing was whiffed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Midwit needs to quit getting cast or yeah. giving, quit being given opportunities. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. I think Aaron Sorkin's opportunities are done. About to dry up. <laughs> yep. The impact of this podcast is lethal <laughs> to a career. <laughs> <laughs> The Whisper campaign has started. Aaron Sorkin. Yep. <laughs> no more opportunities on account of bad. <laughs> <laughs> on account of midwit. Yeah. Um, all right. Next week, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which I, you said is on HBO. HBO. Yes, I believe so. All right. Well, y'all enjoy it. Jessica Chastain. Watch it or don't. But join us next week. Um, bye. Bye. Bye.